This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of cisnormativity in the theater industry, war, and death of animals. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jay. My name is CJ and we are your co-conspirators in trying to figure out whatever it is cishet people think it is we're doing. Oh, but CJ, what's on the buy schedule for this evening? Don't call it a comeback, they've always been here. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Today we'll be interviewing Quinn B. Rodriguez. And then we'll be playing a game. I've always been here, in the background of every episode, just being really quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I say that they've always been here because um, Quinn was on the show before, uh, last July, and now they're back uh, to tell us what's new. So, hello, Quinn. Hello. (laughs) I mean, Strong start. (laughs) This this is... Alright, here's the circumstances of our recording. We're off to a great it's start. It's 9 o'clock at night, on a Friday night. Um, the the COVID-19 is happening. Mm-hmm. We've what? all been inside of our own homes for, like, for me, a little over a month now. Mm-hmm. Straight. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but that's how it's been for me. I don't know what days are anymore. Yes. The the energy in the room is, is somewhat unique, I would say. <laughs> All three rooms, even. Yeah. This is like a... <laughs> That's true. The energy in this, this room, is... my office space... <laughs> is chaotic, so I can't imagine what's going on in all other involved rooms. This is a devised theater piece, really, when you think about it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, We're... no, this right here is like those 24-hour play festivals. Oh, God A bunch forbid. of people are trying to write a play, but it's like 2 a.m. and they're like, we need an ending, and they're just giggling yeah. at each other. Uh-huh. That, yep, that is the exact energy here. We've transcended yep. the, um... The confines of podcasting and what that means. <laughs> so, all of that is to say, Quinn, how are you? You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, life TM. Uh, I'm Quinn now, TM. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's new and exciting. Uh, I, I guess it's not new anymore. Um... Yeah, I am. I am d- decent, con- considering, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Can I ask what you've yeah. been you've been doing during the staying at home times? What What's been um, filling yeah. your days? I well, for a little bit now, my my brain was like, "What if we tried being nocturnal, though?" Oh. Um, 
So I've been going to sleep at 1 p.m. and waking up at like 7 p.m. So the vampire fantasy, really (laughs) living it, um, not as hot as I thought it would be, especially because there's no one to bite. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's a thing, which is low-key why I was like, hey, how's like after 7? (laughs) (laughs) Are you still on the sleep schedule? Yeah, I got a little. I took a nap at three a.m. It was really great. Um, <laughs> All right, I can't comprehend. <laughs> it's um, it's weird, but uh, I'm writing a lot. I I write TTRPGs now. Um, indie weird shit over on on itch.io. Um, really weird indie shit. Just weird. Sh- I just make weird shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. Thank you. Now, do you, um, do you think it's weird shit specifically because you've been writing it at, like, three in the morning? Or have you just been producing weird shit this whole time and now you happen to be awake during those hours? Yes. All right. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> There's, um, I didn't write it during this, but I, I might as well have. I wrote a game, a short, it's like a two or three pager. It's literally a shit post about Brecht. Oh, you know I and, love that. Yeah, now you're talking I, our language. And I don't think people realize it's a shit post about Brecht. Because mm. people have paid money for this. And played this, and I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, just, uh, just send that over my way after the recording. I, I definitely will, actually. Why have I not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my, uh, I, I've been doing daily live streams on my personal Facebook page during this, and one of them was literally a PowerPoint presentation as an intro to Brecht. <gasps> I'm so. gonna have to find that and watch that, because I have a, I, I have feelings about Brecht. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> cool. Um, so I'd love to get into, uh, the last time that we spoke on the podcast was last July. Mm-hmm. Um, you were using a different name, sort of different pronouns, different but the same. Um, so it seems like a couple of things have changed. Uh, do you, do you want to dive in? Yeah, a lot of those changes happened, like, just a month after our episode, right? Yep, I, <laughs> yep, the name change happened in August, and I totally blanked that that meant I needed to, like, change it on other places. So CJ very graciously was like, do you want us to change, um, the name that's on your episode? (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciated that. And I was like, oh, shit. Right. I just went on record, um, using a different name. But yeah, um, I uh, realized that I was non-binary and that I am a demigirl and that that's non-binary enough, goddammit. Yes. And came out as that, changed my name, realized that I had been thinking about changing my name for a very long time, like, to the point where a friend in high school um, that I still talk to, which is shocking, I know, it's wild that I still speak to someone who I am friends with from high school, Mm. but um, was like, do you remember that time in 10th grade where you were obsessed with Harley Quinn and you tried to get everyone to call you Quinn? (sighs) So 16-year-old Quinn knew, (laughs) but went to Catholic school and didn't understand. Um, But yeah, so my name's Quinn now. 
What's up? <laughs> what an can origin I, story. Can I tell you I had a similar experience in remembering that, and y'all are gonna laugh at me because I know your musical theater types as well. Um, in seventh grade, I actually tried to, not legally, of course, but like I tried to change my name socially and I was stuck between CJ and Fabula. You know, like Alphaba from Wicked. But in the book, because I was a book person. <laughs> I've been a piece of shit for a long time. I support you. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> So, anyway, I get it. I get it, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't- I was shocked because, like, I- I made- I, like, made the announcement. I was like, hi, my name's- my name is Quentin now. You call me Quentin now. Things are different now. Mm-hmm. Um, not one Harley Quinn joke. Mm-hmm. I was- a, I was- I was a little disappointed. I'm not- I w- people were so respectful and I'm- Part of me was like, I wish at least, like, one queer person had made fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> the queer experience. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they announced Birds of Prey, and I just, like, exploded into <sighs> the sun. And then me. Birds of Prey existed, and I just was like, I'm gay. Um. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. <sighs> oh, boy. That's a movie I've seen eight times. <laughs> Literally eight times? Yes, literally. Bless you. <laughs> I love that. Honestly, if I could have gotten away with it, if I had enough people to drag to it, me too. <laughs> that was, well, it came out during, this is a silly tangent, but it came out when I still, well, one, when, like, I dreamed a dream of days gone by. Um, but <laughs> I had, like, my AMC movie pass membership oh. thing. It was still in the trial, so I just went like three times a week. Hell yeah. And saw Birds of Prey. It's very problematic still, please don't get me wrong, and we can talk about how problematic it is if we would like, but Harley fucking Quinn. Would love to uh, off the air. <laughs> yeah, I was about to I haven't seen Birds of Prey yet, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to avoid them spoilers. I will. It's... Hmm. CJ, right. if you still haven't seen it by the end of quarantine, can we watch it together, please? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I mean, yes, we'll yes. watch it together even if I've seen it. That's fine. Yes, movies, yes, yes. movies are good. I'm gonna <laughs> scream the whole time. Anyway. So, not to not to derail from Birds of Prey, but I am interested, uh, Quinn, because I was just listening to the last time that we recorded, and mm-hmm. you also used the term demigirl to describe yourself then and did i yeah i don't re- I, I don't remember that <laughs> <laughs> well cuz so like i'm interested because like it seems that the crux of your decision was primarily that not necessarily just that you realized that you were non-binary but that you were non-binary enough yeah mm. would, would you say you agree with that yeah absolutely because like with demi gender it's so you get those people, TM, and who were just like, I mean, well, that's like not really non-binary, or like people who claim that she/her still like belongs to the binary, and it's like, well, like 
you're not really non-binary. So I think I still had a lot of that going on. And then I finally was like, middle fingers up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's uh, go. And uh, it has only gotten non-binary-er by the the minute. (laughs) Mood, mood, mood. Since then. And it's been a while, so you can imagine the state that I am in. (laughs) (laughs) Quite non-binary, I would would guess. Quite. (laughs) The the non-binariness has marinated, in a way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was just talking to my roommate today about how... It seems like such a big part of the, of the queer experience is imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. not feeling like you're queer or non-binary enough. And I'm like, I, I was saying um, at this point, if somebody starts saying like, oh, I just don't think I'm uh, queer enough. I'm like, that is the proof. You just did it. You're queer. <laughs> yep. Yep. Congratulations. You made it. You passed your final test. <laughs> That's kind of what it's like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Because <laughs> it's like we've got this entire society built on just slotting everybody into cis-normativity, heteronormativity and stuff. And then, like, in order to deviate from that, you have to, like, prove that you have deviated from that. You need to, like, justify mm-hmm. it in some capacity. So I feel like where that's where a lot of that imposter syndrome comes from is, like... Have I proven myself deviant enough from this mold in order to deviate from it? And it's like, you're already on another block. Mm-hmm. Like you you have you've gone so far already. Just keep going. And to the people who would question a queer person's like validity in their experience, um why would we why would we make this up? <laughs> First right? of all. <laughs> Uh, second, people can explore, and if it turns out they're one way or the other, cool, and if not, cool, let them chill. Um, if you are one of those people questioning your own experience, I will tell you, if you spend, like, more than, if if you think about your gender, like, more than once a week, or even once a week, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep, big news. Supreme egg. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big mood. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, uh, it's like. I think it took me so long because I had been using the word demi girl to describe myself for longer than that. I don't remember if I said in the July episode how long, but like longer than before I said it. Then I had been considering myself. I was like, oh, that sounds like me. Um. But people are like, I don't know, it's uh, non-binaryism being uh, feelings. Uh, yeah, 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 that's it. Uh, that, that, that's a queer mood. Um, it's like, if you're not using they, them pronouns, you're not non-binary enough. If you're, if you pr- don't, if you still like, quote unquote, perform, you're like, assigned gender at birth, then it's like, you're not nine bound. Why is that such a hard word to say after 9 p.m.? Uh, (laughs) Big facts. And also, I just, this is just a mild pet peeve. NB is not the default (laughs) for non-binary. Like the, the like, EMBY. EMBY, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm personally Um, not big on using that for myself either, so, like, I get it. It feels very cutesy. It is very, very... 
Yeah. It, it's very, like, it's, um, like, infantile in a way. Yeah, it's like, no, that's not, I don't know. You can spell the whole word. <laughs> so, I like, if that's you. your gender, um, let it ride. Yeah. Crabsolutely. Yes. It's just I, not mine. I may be baby, but I'm not envy. <laughs> <laughs> Please use a grown-up word for me. For me, personally, that's me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like if people are like, yeah, I love, like, referring to myself as NB, like, go off. Revolution. Yes, but, yes, yes. No, sometimes you yeah. want a cutesy word. <laughs> I personally am just like, please, God, no. This is not the default. Um, and it's like, yeah, I still wear, I, I wear makeup and I'm non-binary. I don't know how to break this to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wore a dress in public. I'm still non-binary. Yeah. I don't know how to break this to you, my sis. Like, <laughs> my sis with a C, I should clarify. Mm-hmm. I'm non-binary. And also, I'm pretty. I don't know how to break this to you. <laughs> I, I feel like the people who get mad when non-binary people do any sort of presentation thing that is associated with the gender that they were assigned at birth is the same people that get mad at like a bi woman for dating a man mm-hmm. or it's like do you know what the word means though yeah no because they want you to define it for them because they don't know what google is mm-hmm. mm. true all i'm saying is i didn't put this purple on the non-binary flag for nothing it also includes people whose genders exist in approximation to male or female. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yellow, the color of other genders, white. <laughs> <laughs> when you've got all the genders. I hope purple. y'all at home like Broadway. <laughs> because. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's been a lot of there's been a lot of musical theater references already in this episode. Well, I I just feel like Quinn and I have spent like the like our our exclusive form of communication is on Twitter <laughs> and on Snapchat, specifically about Dave Malloy shows. Dave Malloy, I love you. <laughs> like that's literally Sorry, all I we do. This is not a critique. We, I I <laughs> I make great. <laughs> I make great comment shit posts on on Snapchat, and I was just like, CJ would enjoy these. CJ, CJ, do you want to be Snapchat friends? <laughs> and it's been great. It's, yep. Uh, I have yep. plans for that. The rights are out for that now. I know. Oh my god. And we're in quarantine. I know. Ooh. I know. I can't even begin to plan that right now. There's too much. I have to move on. Quinn, what is something you would like to tell cishet people for the very last time, and then you never have to hear about it ever again? Ooh. Uh, ooh. Um, in this essay, I will. Um, Mm -hmm. Preferred pronouns do not exist. Mm. They are my pronouns. They are not my preferred pronouns. She, her, and he, him do not belong to the binary. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I provide a qualifier for prona- preferred pronouns not existing? Yes. Um. So, and this is like an exception to the rule, but it doesn't change like the general spirit of the rule. 
exception that um, proves the rule. There are people who have multiple pronouns, and sometimes they prefer one of those pronouns. True, yes. So, in that instance alone, preferred pronouns, totes my goods a thing. But yes. what you can't do is regard somebody's pronouns that are definitely their pronouns and be like, well, that's what they prefer to be called. <sighs> those yes. are two very different energies. And one yes. of them is poopy garbage. Yes. CJ took my fuck you and made it much more succinct. <laughs> I I love that you've brought up that she, her, and he, him do not belong to the binary because it's not something I've heard a lot of discussion about. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> as somebody who's currently in the market for all pronouns, I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> Because it's like, if someone's gonna use one of those for me, I'm like, hey, but we all know how queer my gender is, right? <laughs> We're, we know. Yep. I'll, I'll, I see so much discourse on the twitter.com about he, him, lesbians from people who think that everybody who uses he, him pronouns are exclusively dudes. And it's like, you fools. You have forgotten how pronouns work. You yeah. forgot. You it's forgot like right away. Languages. It's almost like language is always changing and evolving, or something like that. And also, like the binary is bullshit. Haha. I put the binary in the garbage. <laughs> that's not mine. That's yours. Thanks. <laughs> I already threw it out. It expired. Can I just say, it's really, really great to, like, have, feel like I have mostly broken free from that. It's so nice. Bless. Like, from the binary? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck the binary. Yeah. It's like, it's... I feel like Neo from the Matrix, but not <laughs> quite. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> to be fair, no, to be fair, that movie is very trans. That is really uh, true. Uh, true. True. So, <laughs> so you were spot on, actually. <laughs> yeah, I I look at like older photos of myself from back when I thought I was a girl, but like so obviously was not, and oh. it's like that just radiates from every last one of the photos. But like I didn't notice at the time because I felt like I had like I had to be a girl or I had to be a guy. And mm-hmm. I didn't feel like a guy, so then I was like, alright, then I'm a girl. And it, it's so nice to be in an existence where that's not the case. I love it. 18 yeah. out of 10. Would recommend to everyone. Mm. Fuck yeah. CJ, I think you can relate to this as an actor. Jay, I don't know if you are an actor or not. I apologize. Uh, um, purportedly. <laughs> they've acted right. in several things okay okay but like going to auditions now is weird yes yeah um because i auditioned for a thing in a place i'm not gonna specify obviously i don't want to call people out as much as my heart wants me to sure um for a i will say it was for next to normal mm-hmm. um and i was like i was straight up just like hey i'm non-binary so like I'm auditioning for Natalie and for Gabe. Fuck it. Hell like, yeah. mm. and I got a call back for both, and they made me sing with all the tenors and all of the tenors going, What is she doing here? And it was, that was, you know, tenors. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, tenors. <laughs> um, and then on, like, in the car, 
back from that audition. This was back when cars existed and we could go outside. Ah, um, yes, I remember those. Yeah, I re- I've heard of those times. Yes. <laughs> I remember them briefly. Ah, uh, the before um, times. I got an email. And, like, they didn't have me They just do Natalie's stuff and Gabe's stuff. They had me read for Diana for some reason. And, like, they had me do Charming Acapella just because they wanted to hear it for fun. You ever tried counting Charming Acapella? Don't. It's um, a funeral dirge without the track. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you I get an email. <laughs> so I get an email. Yeah, for, yeah it was because also, I had said... It was because I had said I wanted to play both of the um, Bazookovs. And uh, anyway, um, so they were like, just do Charming. And I was like, sure, I just know that off the top of my head. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I mean, I do, but that's not the problem. Yeah. Um, but I get an email literally in the car that's like, um, we've actually decided to go with actors who... Um, their genders conform with the characters. So, like, they, and I'm like, you, when did you make this decision? How did I have to jump through all these shows? Anyway, it's been a nightmare. Oh, uh, wait, also, <laughs> I have a question. Why mm-hmm. did they have to even say that part? Because, like, mm-hmm. actors don't usually get a letter explaining why they didn't get a role. Yeah, nope. I've done that. I've had that happen maybe one time, and the reason was because I was too short. And, like, the most I've ever seen is they'll be just be like, oh, you're just not, like, you know, the right fit. And that's a perfectly mm-hmm. reasonable thing to say. To be that specific is gross. weird and kind of gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, we loved you so much, but, and I'm like, and I'm like, are you saying that if I had not told you that, you would have cast me as Natalie because I pass? Mm. Mm. I think that's what they were saying. Mm, there it is, mm, isn't yikes. it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so Ugh. gross. Mm-hmm. Heck, heck, binary <laughs> industries. Heck them to heck. Yeah, and so, it's... Oh, sorry. No, go go ahead. I was just going to say theater's weird because it's supposed to be like this big progressive space, but it's like some auditions you go on and <laughs> the audition forms will be like, name and pronouns. And I'm like, oh, this is a, a good space, yay. And then other places don't... Are a colossal <laughs> nightmare. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so, Quinn, what is on your gay agenda? My gay agenda is probably just to keep playing more queer TTRPG characters, because I have also, since July, started doing actual play on Twitch, which is super exciting. Um, and then I was like, oh, wait. My characters can be non-binary too. <laughs> oh shit! So now I exclusively play non-binary characters. Yes, and I love it. Excellent, incredible. My my yes. first D and D character was a gender, and that's Hell how yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> I misunderstood that, and you're just like they were a gender, and I'm like, which one? <laughs> I was there. Who's I remember on this first? character. Who's on first? Who's on first and what are their pronouns? <laughs> Christ on sale. Oh. All right. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Good. That, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, Agenda item, Quinn. I love that. <laughs> Seventeen out of ten. Jay, you want? Do you want to go with the game? 
yes, hello, it's me, Jay, your campy counselor. Uh, Mm -hmm. And we're here with um, a sequel game of sorts. Because, uh, Quinn, the last time you were here, we did a quiz about, about famous dogs. We did. And if they are to be considered queer allies, even if they themselves were not queer, um, like your Cher uh, or Judy Garland's. Um, so I was like, I want to do a sequel quiz to that, but it was I was having some trouble finding a good array of dogs besides the ones we already used. And I was like, oh, what if I do like another animal like cats and then i was like oh it's really hard to find non-famous dogs because um dogs are amazing love that we do love a hero dog narrative and i was like what about a quiz to shine a light on some uh lesser acknowledged famous animals so okay <laughs> <laughs> for the, the um, i was gonna say the underdog but i guess that undermines my whole thing <laughs> <laughs> So the under not dog. This is a, a sequel quiz about four celebrity animals who are not dogs, <laughs> and similarly are not as famous, um, mm-hmm. but I think they should be acknowledged. And after you guess them, just like before, we will discuss if they should be considered queer icons, perhaps given a pride float. In all right, I guess the year after this one when we have pride again. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. But that means we have extra time to work on floats. So That's really true. <laughs> um, as always, CJ uh, is to be considered your lifeline because they did not help me create this quiz, so they can help you if you get stumped uh, or if you want a second opinion. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Question one. Uh, Michael was a gorilla best known for A. Basically the same stuff as Coco. B. Saving a child from a fire, or C, drumming. Oh no. Um, I have to go with basically the same stuff as Coco. Oh, you'd be right. You would be completely right. Michael was Coco's, I don't know, peer, work associate, bestie. Uh, they, they were raised together, and then they were like, Coco, you should have a boyfriend. What about Michael? And she was like, ew, he's basically my brother. Um... She actually taught all of the ASL she knew to Michael. He knew over 600 signs. He liked to watch Sesame Street and listen to Pavarotti. And he, uh, Coco would paint for fun, but Michael took painting very seriously. And he would paint topics that were close to his heart. And we know this because he would title his paintings using ASL. So knowing all of that, is Michael a queer icon? Is he ours now? I think so. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, just like that level of artistic expression is very queer. A sensitive soul. (laughs) A very sensitive soul. Very sensitive. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Heck yeah. I like that everyone put on like the soft thinking artist voice. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, I, I like the energy of them being like, Coco, you need to have a boyfriend. And both of them being like, nah, we're just vibing. Like, (laughs) Michael seems like to me, if some bro he was chatting with was like, yeah, well, you know, girls and guys can't really be friends because of biology, right? Michael would turn around and be like, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend's a girl and she taught me over 600 signs in ASL. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So, yeah, that's the energy I get. (laughs) 
mm-hmm. because Coco would not date Michael, I say date to be coy, I guess, but <laughs> um, <laughs> zoos from all over the country sent in tapes of their male gorillas, and Coco was watching them to try and, like, pick out the perfect mate, and she would kiss the screen for one she liked, or, like, shake her head, and in one instance she walked over and turned the TV off, <laughs> which is a mood. <laughs> yeah. Why was, why was that not, like... A dating show. Why didn't we Truman show that? <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't know. I think that said, Coco also may be a queer icon. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. both very different, like, I think, spectrums of, like, yeah, ends of the queer icon spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for your right. next famous animal? Yes. Ham. <laughs> Ham was a chimpanzee known for... A, being the first chimp to scuba dive, B, being the first chimp to go to space, or C, riding pigs in a tiny rodeo. I know which one I want to be true. (laughs) I, um, CJ, help me out. Um, so, like, the name Ham alludes to like the relationship with the pigs and the <laughs> rodeo. Yeah. Um, oh my I wasn't even thinking about that. You're right. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know when the naming happened, but like Oh it's that's, so that's, funny that's, you say that. Okay, so like that that's my pick. I don't I think it's the tiny pigs. Please be tiny pigs. <sighs> I want it to be true. It oh, is no, not, not true. space. Uh, not another no, space. Yeah, Ham was the first <laughs> chimp to go to space and in fact the first hominid to go to space uh oh. he had a much more successful trip than Laika. don't worry okay okay good um i can't ham, stand another heartbreak ham went up to space and made it back and the reason why i said it was funny that uh you mentioned that you weren't sure when he got his name ham was not named until he returned safely to the earth because they didn't want the bad press of a named animal dying in case the experiment didn't go well. <laughs> oh so he God. was number 65 until he came back and then he became Ham. Disclaimer, there were not 65 chimps shot into space. He was <laughs> he was one of 65 chimps trained in the program and then it was narrowed down and then he was like prime candidate. Um, Incredible. So, yeah. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. <laughs> Hero chimp. Made it to space, came back, was rewarded with just my favorite name to say. Uh, Who went with Ham? (laughs) Someone who dreamed of a tiny pig rodeo. (laughs) Tiny pig rodeo dreams. So that said, even though we are disappointed in his in his occupation, is Ham a queer icon? I don't. I don't feel it from him as much. Right? Yeah. Like. it might just be because I'm bitter that he didn't have a tiny pig rodeo. <laughs> yeah, I. That's fair. The, it's a very noble tale, but not one I perceive queer energies from. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I feel like Ham is like an ally, but not a super active one. Yeah, I. I feel like I feel like he's somebody who. Like, just in general, thinks that it's fine that gay people marry and all that. 
But, like, isn't making active moves to, like, educate himself, isn't, like, right. working to become an accomplice or anything like that, just his, thinks his that, like... His pronouns are not in his bio. On yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you correct him on something, he'll be like, cool, okay, got it. But he's not gonna Google it himself. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's him. That's the energy I get. <laughs> if we're not slandering this chimp. <laughs> It's very good that he went to space. He just had other stuff to do. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Are you ready for your third one? Yes. Cher Ami was a homing pigeon who A. Delivered love letters between famous poets B. Was used in espionage in World War II or C. Saved soldiers during World War I I want all of these to be true. I want them all (laughs) to be true. I want this to be like the ballad. Um... (laughs) I don't know how to break it to you that pigeons have a lifespan of about six years. (laughs) I don't, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Maybe this pigeon was special. Uh... (laughs) That would be a very, very old pigeon. Mm. I'm not up on my history. Maybe there was a fast turnaround between World War I and World War II. I don't know. I don't think so. Not six years. <laughs> Definitely they, not six years. <laughs> just enough theorizing about how they could all be true. Uh, <laughs> uh, can't believe you have me questioning mm, about. <laughs> my, I mean, like the queerness in me wants to say the poets. Yeah, ditto. Because, because that's a very. Yeah. Is that your final yeah. answer? Ah, I feel like it's going to be the second one, but yeah, it's my final answer. She did not deliver love letters between poets. Damn it. Uh, but it also wasn't the second one. It was the third one. Cher Ami was a homing pigeon who served during World War One. Uh, so a battalion of, of American soldiers were cornered uh, in France. Uh, Germans on one side, on the other side, oops, more Americans, a bunch of friendly fire happening. Um, it was a confusing time. No one could text. Uh, Mm. So they were sending out a bunch of homing pigeons with notes that were basically just like, it's us, please stop. And all of their homing pigeons were shot down by the Germans, except Cherami, who made it to the other side of the battlefield. Uh, She was hit. She was uh, shot through the breast, blinded in one eye, and lost a leg, but survived and delivered the message. And then... uh, in that way, she delivered a message, saved 200 American soldiers, and the um, army medics worked tirelessly to save her life, and they they carved her a tiny wooden leg to replace the one she lost. I love that for her. And then they shipped her to New Jersey. I don't I don't know why <laughs> that, but I'm happy to have her here. Oh my god. That's Cherami. Is she a queer icon? Yes. Her, I mean, all other factors aside, she has the name Cher in her name. <gasps> true. Mm. True, true. Mm-hmm. Like, that's already in there. So. That's true. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Final answer. Yes. I f- yes. I agree. I feel like Cher Ami has a very similar vibe to Laika. Mm. In this, I, I like. I feel it. This sort of I don't know. <laughs> Leica lives on in this in this war pigeon. <laughs> yes. 
It was actually like a reincarnated. Oh, that would be so sad. <laughs> okay, it's like that movie, Wait, A Dog's Purpose. The entire movie was like, hey, bring your kids to come watch this dog die so many times. <laughs> hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Yeah. Laika was not sent into space before World War One. <laughs> I know this and I do not care. <laughs> Time is an illusion, Jay. Laika has always been. <laughs> Time means and nothing we'll... to lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, so we're we're two for three on queer icons. Are you ready for your, your final animal? This is my favorite one. Oh, God. I love him so much. All right. Unsinkable Sam, who was actually named Oscar. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say who was actually sinkable. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I will, I will elaborate further on how he very much was unsinkable. But his name was actually Oscar. Uh, was a cat. Known for A. Surviving the sinking of multiple ships B. Helping a famous explorer spot and navigate around quicksand or C. Having a can-do attitude <laughs> I hope I become famous for having a can-do attitude. <laughs> I feel like you already are, CJ. <laughs> the famous part hasn't caught up quite yet. I'm still on the can-do attitude part. <laughs> like a local famous <laughs> well, anyway. not like un- but I'm not unsinkable which leads us to yes <laughs> so wh- wh- why do you think this cat is famous this cat who I adore I... as I adore all cats hmm. the quicksand one is just exciting because it reminds me of the John Mulaney quicksand bit mm. but like how plausible is that? But also, how plausible is it to survive multiple ships sinking? I Oscar. Mean, hmm. Either is quite extraordinary, which is why he is a hero cat. I mean, hmm. one time I was trying to take a plane to Florida, and two different ones shut down before they could take off back to back. So, like, so anything's possible. We're start calling you <laughs> when it comes to transportation. Start calling you sinkable CJ. True. <laughs> the unflightable CJ. <laughs> Roundable CJ. You can't get this one in the sky. <laughs> Just can't do it. <laughs> I keep trying to throw them. <laughs> they won't stay up. I don't know why. <laughs> um... I, I'm i just gonna go with my gut here and go with the quicksand because it's exciting. <sighs> Alright. If you remember that John Mulaney bit, he'll, you also remember that he goes on to mention that there's not that much quicksand. I, that's why I was you hopeful. Think. It was the underdog. Uh, <laughs> no, I am afraid it is not the quicksand, but wait till you hear about how unsinkable Sam uh, survived the sinking of multiple ships. So, oh this cat... <laughs> Purportedly served on both sides of World War II. Uh, <laughs> Damn. He was okay. A sh- well, okay, it's okay. It's fine because cats can't be Nazis. Uh, that's just science. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. So he was. We a all know that, cat. Jay. You don't have to say it. 
He was a ship cat on a German ship. The ship was sunk. Uh, and a British Navy ship, probably the one that shrunk, uh, probably- (laughs) Honey, I shrunk the warship. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the one that sunk the German ship, uh, spotted a cat swimming away, rescued him. They're like, he's gonna be ours now. They named him for the code that stood for Man Overboard, so the O in Man Overboard code uh, became Oscar. They spelled it with a K because they're like, well, he's a German cat. Uh, Right. (laughs) But then that British ship also sank not that long after. Oh, boy. And another ship, again, found Sam slash Oscar swimming away. And rescued him. Incredible. And he got on his third British uh, Navy, his third ship, British Navy ship. Okay. And then that one also sunk. Oh, no. And the people who rescued him. Like, damn. Yeah, the people who rescued him uh, said he was found clinging to a plank, sinking, uh, clinging to a plank floating near the ship wreckage, and described him as angry but quite unharmed. (laughs) Which is I am so moved. Was there room for two on the plank? I don't know. There was not a second cat, but <laughs> there's that no we second know cat of. that we know That's of. That's fair. That's fair. Well, after his third ship, uh, Oscar the cat was then taken to a sailor's home in Belfast, where he lived out the rest of his life quite happily. Lived to a pretty decent age for a cat, and uh, now there's the beautiful painting of him there and in a maritime museum. Uh, and he's my favorite, and I love him. <laughs> That's so good. Respect. He's, he's incredible. Iconic. Truly. Can't be repeated. Is Whatever the Lady Gaga quote is. Is he a queer icon? Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, I love these good animals. I think that I could argue, um, I mean, I think he should be a queer I- icon regardless. I do think that there's some argument here in that several people just gave him names that as a cat, he was like, fine. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, definitely get big energies from the angry but unharmed. Yes. <laughs> I've the been big there. energies. I've, you yes, know yeah. what? That's me right now. <laughs> That's my quarantine good. mood. Angry but quite unharmed. Good point. Really good point. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say queer icon for sure. Yes. Inspiration agreed. to us all. Alright. Hard agree. Excellent. Cool. Okay. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> Alright, thank you, Quinn, for taking the sequel quiz. So we had three of four animals queer icons. Um very important uh research for the gay agenda. Thank you so much. Yes. This will be noted. <laughs> <laughs> In the animal section. Y- yes, yes, yes. Along with our sapphic space dog uh, t-shirt that we- <laughs> someday I'll draw. <laughs> should also make a Cherami one. Yes. <laughs> we do. Bless up. Someone write, someone write fanfic about them. Please. Yes. I'm begging you. Yes. And now more than ever, we need fanfic about pigeons. And dogs. <laughs> and dogs and cats. 1917 would have been more successful if it had been about a pigeon. That I've been saying that this whole Oscar season, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true, it's true. 
Uh, thank you so much for coming back to the show, Quinn. Do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, thanks so much for having me, y'all. Um, you can find pretty much everything about me, uh, the fever dreams that I write, the <laughs> sens- sensitivity reading that I do now, um, the actual play stuff, everything, uh, at tastic.me is my website, uh, my Twitter and stuff is where I live. Um... Not quite announceable yet, but I can tease that I will be joining the podcast game with an audio drama soon. If you like horror, ooh, keep keep your ear to the ground for that because it's <laughs> it's something All right. exciting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, if you want to tweet more hero animals at me, um, I'm on Twitter at underscore glitter goblin underscore, and I link to my other social medias from there and. If you like the show, feel free to give us a rating on iTunes or a follow on Spotify. Um, You can find us on either of those platforms. And I mean most places that podcasts are distributed. Um, You can also find us on Facebook and on Twitter at GayAgendaCast. You can find us on Patreon, where recently I've been... Um, trying to post some of the uh, Facebook Live videos that I've been doing, um, specifically the ones regarding queer education, though I'm almost certainly going to throw in the one that I did about cats 2019, um, <laughs> at least. Less. Um, so you can join such Patreon supporters as Rachel Skatesboard McGee. Skatesboard? Yep, that's the one I did. Higgins. Um, and tiny snail as well um thank y'all oh uh thank y'all so much by the way for your patience i know we're like a couple of days late you can imagine it's a little challenging to do a interview podcast when everything has been completely upheaved but we promise uh to try to be as consistent as we can with at the very least bringing y'all this show two times a month hmm So, hang tight. Thank you all so much for your patience. Um, We just appreciate you and hope that you're staying safe uh, wherever it is you are. (laughs) Make weird art. Make Make weird weird art. art. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Until next time, put this on your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. And I'm going to double down on that. Make weird art. Make Make weird weird art. art. And that's our gay agenda.